Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back into Sports Daily, everybody. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster, Malcolm Carter here with you. Jad Chambers producing, manning that IHOP hotline. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for watching as well. You can find us on our video stream, which is available to you on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitch. All right, fellas, let's start to look ahead to the football weekend. Again, Wichita State Athletic Director Kevin Saul joins us top of the hour. Speaking of this weekend, uh, we've got exhibition men's basketball this weekend. Volleyball is white hot. They're on the road, but lots to get to with Kevin Saul. But let's talk about the Chiefs and the Broncos. You know, it, it's when we get out to this streak like this, what is it, 16 games in a row or something? It's been a while since Peyton Manning was there. Um, I, I think we overlook them to some degree, but the reality of this is it wasn't a blowout when they played in Kansas City. Uh, Denver just beat Green Bay, which is fine. It's not anything crazy. But they have a one-point loss and a two-point loss at home this year. Russell Wilson is not playing badly. He's got 13 touchdowns to only four interceptions this year. So it's not like a Russell Wilson thing. It's been the defense. The defense was okay the last time they played Kansas City. Tommy, like, I I know we're all going to just, like, try to pencil the Chiefs in here. But, like, Denver, to me... does not feel as bad as sometimes teams with that record might be. They're not they're not good, don't get me wrong, but they're not like the worst team in the NFL here. The only thing that is difficult about the matchup this weekend is the last time these two teams played a couple of weeks ago, it was completely different than I think what the majority of people thought that it would turn out. I think a lot of people thought that the Chiefs would win, don't get me wrong, but I mean, really, before that game, the Denver offense had been pretty good and the defense had been awful. And then all of a sudden they play the Chiefs and it's back to kind of the Broncos that we saw a year ago where Russell Wilson really struggled against Kansas City's defense. The Denver offense really got nothing going, but it was the Denver defense, which had been really bad for the majority of the season, actually step up and only hold Kansas City to 19 points. So it was a little bit of a different way that Denver played that game against Kansas City. That's what makes it, I think, a little bit more difficult to assess the way that this matchup is going to go, knowing that it was so different a couple of weeks ago than I think at least what I expected it to be. Yeah, Malcolm, I I guess it comes down to, too, the fact that they play this one on the road. Denver's been home for a couple of weeks. I don't know how much you take 
from the first game. It wasn't that long ago, right? It was just on October 12th. Mm. So, like, in the NFL, you get all these different seasons within seasons. But, I mean, do you do you give Denver any chance here to ugly this one up while the Chiefs continue to, you know, ascend in, in most aspects of the way that they're playing right now? Honestly, I'm, I'm giving them a pretty slim chance this weekend. Um, <clears throat> I think not only, uh, you know, considering the fact that they just played a couple weeks ago, so you still have that game plan uh, relatively together, but – I think uh, with Denver not having uh, Kareem Jackson for this game, I think it's definitely gonna gonna play a part. Um, where you're talking about definitely somebody manning up or, or just trying to guard Travis Kelsey. Um, I think this I think it's just gonna be a rough stop spot for them. Kelsey feasted in that game as well. Nine receptions, 124 yards. I believe that was a, a swift game, right? Mm. So we yeah. know how he performs with with Tay <laughs> up in the box. Uh, so it, that game, I said Russell Wilson hasn't been bad this year. He was bad in that game. But he here's what was one. wild about that game, though, guys. Like, Denver was running the ball very effectively. Like, they were they were running the rock. And that game was close. And they wouldn't keep running the ball. So, like, to me, if there's anything Denver's going to do here, it's going to be to stick with the run. The problem is now, though, Kansas City's offense seems to be – one more click up the up the spectrum than it was two weeks ago. So can Denver run the ball and stay in it long enough to establish and keep the run? They had the opportunity to do that the first time. They were running it effectively, and they stopped running it. I don't know. You know, the, the Chiefs know that, obviously. But, I mean, if I'm the Chiefs, I, I worry far more about the run than I do Russell Wilson. He was terrible in that game. He probably won't be that bad again, yeah. but he was really bad. Well, and don't you think that also – Part of the game plan for Kansas City this weekend is to duplicate what they did against the Chargers a week ago. I mean, they limited Austin Eckler for the most part in the game defensively. Uh, and then, you know, they got out. I mean, obviously it was, you know, 17-17, but then the Chiefs pulled away and won by two touchdowns. The passing game really came to life for Kansas City. So I would imagine it's, you know, hey, rinse and repeat, you know, duplicate what we did a week ago against the Chargers. You know, if the Broncos are going to want to run the ball, and you would think that they probably would with Javante Williams and Jaleel McLaughlin and, you know, their running game, you would think that they would, you know, be like, all right, what we did a week ago, uh, the pressure we got on Justin Herbert, let's try to get that on Russell Wilson. The fact that we were able to stop Austin Eckler, let's try to do those same sort of things to limit the, the Broncos running game also. And then at that point, you would think that they can jump out to a, a bigger lead than what they had against the Chargers a week ago. It should be smooth sailing. I mean, honestly, like, you know, Malcolm said, he's given the Broncos a slim chance. I might even go a step lower than that. I mean, I'm not sure that, you know, the Broncos have much of a chance at all, um, especially with the way that we saw Kansas City play a week ago. Um, I, I will say Nick Bolton's out. Last week against the Packers, uh, Denver did commit a little bit more to the run. They ran it 20 times between Williams and McLaughlin. I would say that's the bare minimum of what they'll need to do if they're going to beat the Chiefs. Uh, they played pretty good defensively against the Packers, obviously a very different type of offense. But th their defense is going to have to step up and make some plays. I, you know, I, I, I don't know, Malcolm, I, I don't think Denver's going to win this game. It really comes into, like, can they keep it close? Can they stay within eight, which is where the line is right now? Mm. Um, I think something that they were able to do pretty well in that first matchup was, uh, like, limit those red zone touchdowns. Because, you know, the Chiefs, are they're pretty much uh, a given in the red zone for a touchdown. So I think they're able to uh, kind of hold them to a, a few field goal attempts. 
um, if they're able to move the ball down the field. I think that's really going to be key uh, for for the Broncos because they're not going to be able to to put points up at at a at a high rate um, like you say the Chargers would. So I think that's really a key is that Broncos red zone defense and how they how they show up. And that's the thing. If the key, and we all think it is, is that the Broncos' defense is going to have to step it up, that's why I think their chances are really slim because their defense just isn't very good. Uh, I mean, they I did do, let it Kansas City a couple of weeks ago. So that's, I mean, that's why I go back but you to know, Malcolm's say, like, point it with was, some red zone mistakes. And yeah, like true, Kansas, true. Kansas City didn't take advantage of its opportunities, it had the opportunities. Um, that's, and I don't know. I mean, Kansas City, I think, will get better at that, but it's been sort of one of their little bugaboos in this great dynasty that they've had. Uh, Malcolm, let's take a minute and talk about your Lions here because we'll talk college football mm-hmm. next. Uh, they lose big to Baltimore. I don't read too much into that. It seems like a, a dud game. Mm-hmm. they got to get David Montgomery back. I think that part is crystal clear to what they want to do. But how, like, as you look at it, as you see the Vikings beat the 49ers on Monday night— like what? What is your confidence level and expectation for the Lions this year? Like, do you think that they should be NFC contenders? I, I don't know if I've got them quite <laughs> that high, but you know, like a divisional winner, I I don't know. Like they've they've they seem a little bit limited. Where is Jamison Williams, by the way? Mm-hmm. But what what are you feeling like as a Lions fan right now? I'm feeling I'm feeling still pretty good. I mean, honestly, I think just the culture we have built um, in the facility is that look like. That was that was what it was. Now let's move on. Let's move on to the next game and let's keep on keep on pushing. Um, I definitely agree there with the David Montgomery piece, um, and I think even the coaches um, they speak to this as well during some of their post game uh, conferences. It's like we are a, we're a balanced offense. We're we're run and pass. We we really like to kind of keep that about fifty fifty. So I think when we're kind of forced into those obvious passing situations. Um, I think that sometimes that can be a, a challenge for us. I think we're still kind of struggling at the guard spot there, so I think that plays a part in it too. Um, but honestly, my my faith in the team hasn't wavered too much. I mean, I was I was concerned that Lamar was going to beat us through the air anyway, just because we're we're a little banged up uh, in the secondary, especially with uh, Brent's just getting back. So I'm not I'm not all too concerned. I still think that we're one of the top four teams in the NFC. Um, so we'll see. Four, one of the top four, so that would be San Francisco, Philadelphia, Dallas, Detroit. Probably is that your four? Mm. Um, yeah, I think I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I'd be worried about Minnesota a little bit if I was you. I'm gonna be honest, Malcolm. And I've look, I've been on them all year, and and I knew it was gonna be tough out of the gates. They get a soft schedule coming up. I, they don't have J. If they can survive here without JJ, and their defense continues to get better with that soft schedule. I think you might need to worry a little bit. Um, little I'm, not, bit I'm not worried. I'm not too Vikings. worried about. I'm not too worried about the Vikings. I think. I think especially if you if you watch that Monday night game, they had they had a couple of things fall their way. Um, some some turnovers there. Chris McCaffrey usually isn't a fumble guy, um, so I think they definitely had a lot of things go their way. We're talking about the Moody missed field goal that changed the outcome of the final drive there because they probably wouldn't have had to go for the touchdown if they were to get that field goal there. So. I mean, but they, haven't they? But haven't they had the opposite luck too early on? Like that stuff sort of evens itself out in the NFL a little bit. Like you have all the bad luck, unless you're the Chargers. You have all <laughs> the bad luck, and then you have all the good luck. I don't know, Tommy. I still think if I'm Detroit, I'm slightly, moderately worried about Minnesota. Well, I mean, I think that you look at what Minnesota's done the last couple of weeks, and also the fact that they're doing it without Justin Jefferson. What they've done. 
and then the fact that you know the Lions just they go into Baltimore and get trounced and so you know I think that to, to Malcolm's point if the culture in Detroit is all right we throw that game away we move on we forget about it we get back to work then okay like that that works that being said though if that's not the way that it ends up going and we, we start to see a little bit of a slide from Detroit I mean I think we can all point back you know if that happens to the game against Baltimore like that's where it started for Detroit where things started to fall apart I'm not saying that's gonna happen but if it does and then you the fact you've got Minnesota I mean the momentum has shifted between those two teams the Vikings are now just two games back in the division uh you know you mentioned the defense getting a little bit better for Minnesota Justin Jefferson we think will be back in, in relative short order so you know at that point I'm not saying that it's it's going to be likely that the Vikings overtake the Lions because, again, still two games back and two games in the NFL can be quite a lot to overcome. Uh, but I think that it, it, it definitely has the potential to get interesting later in the season between those two teams. Yeah, and I think, I, I think the Lions, we always kind of struggle uh, with those rushing quarterbacks. I mean, you could look to some of our games last year against Justin Fields. Uh, those, were, those were shootouts, um, and I wish I think, I think we all know Kirk Cousins is not a mobile quarterback. Um, so I think I think that's no, just but something he's we, lethal in the pocket if he's not under <laughs> fire. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think we'll be able to, to touch him up a little bit. I mean, we we didn't even put a scratch on Lamar on Sunday, so I think we'll get that corrected as well. They don't play until the end of the year. I'm gonna I'm gonna point something out, Malcolm, that you don't want to hear, and none of the Lions <laughs> fans want to hear. Okay, their their wins this year, Chiefs, obviously that's the big one, but you know, outside of that, it's Falcons, Packers, Panthers, Bucks. They basically have beat up on the NFC South and then a bad Green Bay team. They Their losses are to good teams, right? Seattle and Baltimore. Now, the good news is they've got a soft schedule. We do. Like, they, they we don't do. – you look after the, – they'll play the Raiders this week, and then after the bye, it's Chargers, Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears, Broncos, and then the final three weeks of the season, they'll be tested two against Minnesota and one in Dallas. But – I mean, I, th their schedule is soft. So is Minnesota's. It must just be the luck of playing the NFC North this year. That's but like then you get into the postseason and it's like okay, but now you're going to have to play San Francisco, Philly, Dallas. We'll see him heads up against. I I just think there's you know they, no matter what happens in the regular season with them, there's always going to be a doubt because their schedule sucks. Like they they're just not they shouldn't be tested a whole lot down the stretch. Yeah, I, I I agree with you um, to a fault. I think that we will see some good defenses along the way, um, and I think that uh, I think that'll ultimately um, kind of prove to show that we're we're a better team than what we did against the Ravens. Um, and when you're thinking about, you know, I mean, we're pretty much down 21-0 like at the start of the second quarter. That completely changes our game plan. Like I said, we're a balanced attack. So I think that. Um, not getting ourselves in those situations, like most NFL teams, you don't want to be down that much at the start of a game. Um, so I think that, you know, the rest of the schedule, I definitely have that Chargers game circled. That'll be on the road. Um, I definitely want to see how we show up that game. I think that game will kind of tell us a lot. I think the Chargers are able, to, and Justin Herbert's able to kind of uh, open the playbook up on us, then we, we might be in trouble. They'll get Montgomery back for that game, surely. Mm. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. Tommy, let's give away some hockey tickets. What do we have for folks? Yeah, so Friday night, Interest Bank Arena, the Thunder take on the Cincinnati Cyclones. We'll give you a family four-pack of tickets to the game Friday night. Puck drops at 7.05. All right, 7.05, four tickets to the Thunder this week, Friday night. We'll give them to our first caller, 869-1240. Jad will get us a winner. We'll come back. We'll talk a little KUK State. 
We've got Wichita State Athletic Director Kevin Saul coming at the top of the next hour. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Castor, Malcolm Carter. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 